Hello, and welcome back to the Morbid Museum. We are your hosts, Katie Mead and Luke Boyd. That's right. I am Luke Boyd this week. (laughs) I'm doing double duty. I'm doing this one on my own. Luke is taking a little bit of a hiatus at the moment from the podcast. He's just got some things going on that he needs to take care of. So I will be your host in the meantime, going solo, (laughs) my sad solo act. But anyway, things are going to be a little loose and easy for the next few weeks for the remainder of September before we go back to some of our more standard content. So I thought something that would be really fun would be to release as a gift to all of our regular listeners. I'm going to release the Titanic Patreon episode. You're welcome. This is one of our ahistorical favorites. We, You know how much we love the Titanic if you've ever listened to this show. So I thought what better way to say we love you and thank you than by giving you this little freebie, but also as a way to promote our new membership tiers on Patreon. We've added some really fun benefits. For $3 a month, you can become a more buddy. That's our current tier, which means you get access to all this amazing exclusive content that we create, which includes this super fun and funny ahistorical uh, cinema series, which we've had the best time doing. Uh, If you go for $5 a month, you become a more bestie. (laughs) I know it's very stupid. Bear with me. But yes, you become a more bestie for $5, which means your name will be in our show notes where we thank you very much for our support on every single episode. As long as you are a subscriber, you will get 5% discount on all future merchandise because kids, we're going to come out with some merchandise soon. So hold on to that as well. And then of course, you will have access to all of that exclusive content that I mentioned. And then finally, for $10, If you would like to be a more bestie for life, (laughs) sorry, Uh, you will get all of the amazing benefits I just mentioned with the addition of it'll actually be a 10% discount off of all of the merch and you will get a Patreon shout out at the end of every episode. That means on air, we will say your name and thank you personally because we love you and all your support. And also you can make special content requests. That's another really cool feature of the More Bestie for Life $10 a month patron subscription. So yeah, this is all just a starter. If you guys have more things that you would be more than willing to pay for as a patron, please let us know. We love to hear your thoughts and feelings. Or if you have a really good Patreon idea, also here for that. We love getting inspired by our listeners. You are all so smart and so funny, and we love hearing from you and talking to you. So please always stay in touch. Let us know what you want from us. In the meantime, I really hope you enjoy this episode. And We will be back with more fresh, morbid content soon. Enjoy. Welcome to our special unsinkable episode of Titanic-related media. You're here, there's (laughs) nothing I fear. (laughs) Just historical inaccuracies that are in a movie that we're going to discuss right now. Some are unforgivable. This is brilliant. This is brilliant that we're covering this because we watch a lot of movies and we love poking-ish with cinematic history. So for those that don't know, I have talked about my dark dramaturgical past on this podcast before, but a big job of a dramaturg is making sure you don't make these kinds of mistakes. 
and to let your your writer and your director and everybody know like, hey, <laughs> no one did X, Y, and Z on the Titanic. But in the case of the Titanic, it would seem that James Cameron kind of just did whatevs, even though he knew what was accurate and inaccurate. Yes, he was willing <laughs> to make a lot of sacrifices for the cinematic history when it came to like the paint on the walls and the furniture. Weird focus. Brilliant. Nailed the staircase, accurate. apparently. Nailed, Nailed it. it. Perfectly. Nailed right? it. Nailed it. But yeah, so... I, I found like a good list because they're they all like float around in my head, but I was like, I need somebody to have put this in order for me. And so one, one of the sink to the you need one to sink to the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> Horrible. Uh the first really egregious one is uh there actually wasn't any lifeboat discrimination. And that's a huge plot point in the movie. It is. It yeah. Is. And they never would have, you know, one of the scariest parts in the movie is when they lock everybody downstairs and they're like, nope. Sorry, we have to wait till all the richy riches get on the boats until you're allowed to get on the boats. That didn't happen. That wasn't a mm. thing. That's not what the gates were for. One thing I read said like the gates were actually in case of like an outbreak of some kind. Mm. Like so people got really, really sick and you would have to segregate them. Yeah. Which the pores would have had. Yeah. Steerage. <laughs> so. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a, that's good a one. big one. Yeah, that yeah, is yeah. a big one. And, and I heard a story. Now this is like the legends of Titanic, where there mm. was a there was a Japanese survivor who like got on a lifeboat and was like shamed because he didn't like go down with the ship. Like talk about like terrible Asian racism. Like oh, you yeah. brought dishonor. To, you brought dishonor to the family. Like, dishonor. Yeah, yeah. I've never heard that one, but I probably yeah. bullshit. Who the fuck knows? Yeah. There's so many, so many, so many bullshit stories around Titanic. Um, probably the worst one and the one that he gets the most shit for. Yeah. And it is one of the worst parts in the movie is uh, First Officer Murdoch did not sh first shoot at anyone, including himself. <laughs> right. And How did he die? I mean, what's known of him is he was actually quite heroic on the Titanic and saved a lot of lives and got a lot of people on the boats. He probably went down with the ship. Yeah. I don't think he made it out at all. Right. Died at his post saving people. Helping yeah. People. And so I came across this insane quote from James Cameron, where he says he does have regrets about the way he had him portrayed in the film and says, I was being a screenwriter. I wasn't thinking about being a historian. And I think wasn't as sensitive about the fact that his family, his survivors, might feel offended by that. And they were. <laughs> and they should have been. I mean, he's he has these shootouts, multiple shootings, not just the one. Can you where you imagine? Have, um, you have Cal's cop coming after you. I mean, it's like the wild, wild west up in there with the guns. Yeah, not only does he, he we could argue he accidentally shoots uh tom he's the one who shoots tommy i think um mm -hmm. and, and then he shoots he himself. himself yeah right but also he's been taking bribes so he's 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 a horrible person despicable yeah versus like a hero and a decent guy from the accounts that i've read yeah yeah i also Terrible. hate i also don't like how the movie 
omits a lot of other heroic characters like the Marconi room guys who are telegraphing. Yeah, like so they, talk about that because there's because yeah. there's a lot of things that get le- get left out of the movie. Yeah, they get like a second of 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 footage, you know, and um, they were instrumental in getting the word out about the Titanic. Arguably, the Carpathia wouldn't have come if these guys hadn't telegraphed out. Um, yeah, there's you know a lot. I think I think you know um smith is kind of like a statue in the movie he is really one dimensional and maybe the historical record doesn't give us a lot i love bernard hill i love him in that yeah. movie people people drag that i'd love him i think he's amazing he's a um, little he is a stone he's a stone he is he is a monument he is a walking statue he's like i'm going to die on the ship he's got a lot of Ooh. yellow in his mustache and that makes me crazy the i always tobacco. joked oh my god no i w- i was like was he eating corn chowder <laughs> Oh yeah, I thought it was just all smoking. I hate it. Corn chowder, smoking. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I don't know what he does in his off time. <laughs> yeah, there's not enough smoking in the Titanic at all. We no. got a couple of cigarette puffs. Not enough. Not <laughs> no, really it enough. was smoky as fuck on the Titanic. <laughs> Shit would have been freaking foggy as hell. Oh god, um, especially in the in steerage. Oh my god, it must have been terrible down there. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, a big bone of contention, and from like one of the first few times I ever watched the movie, I was like. That doesn't make sense. There's just literally no way Rose would have survived from beginning to end because I think we don't think about it in the moment because it's so exciting and there's so much happening. Her and Jack are in the freezing Atlantic waters from very early on. Yes. Before the sinking. Before the sinking. So they have been wet and cold and eventually outside in the cold for a very long time. And it's right. said that a lot of people actually died from likely died from hypothermia on the boat before right. they ever died from hypothermia in the water. Right. So they're wet. She's wearing basically like a short sleeve little nighty. She's wearing nothing. She's wearing a pea coat for a second, which we know does jack shit She's in the cold. Dunions, man. <laughs> There's no fucking way. And I really can't stand that, you know, Cameron like recreates the the the, the door scene like last year. Okay, and no, like, I well, actually may- well, maybe they could have done it. Like, I'm like, we're talking about fake people, goddammit. Okay, but we should take a moment to, you know, acknowledge Ooh. acknowledge the anger of the people around the door. <laughs> The door conspiracies, the door industrial complex, the door memes, the door videos, the door mythbusters. This is where our priorities are, and they haven't shifted much from 1912. Not really, no. Very easily, we're just the cat with the yarn ball. But here's the thing that we should all keep in mind, is what I just told you. She never would have made it to the fucking door. The most important thing is that she would have died. She would have died there. Died. If she had lived, she would have lost her toes. The sweet thing, poor lovey. It would have been frosted right off her body. And that's a good time to mention a very important part of, of that section of the story. While she's waiting on the door, you may recall that they men are out in the lifeboats searching for people. And they're shining flashlights. And there were no fucking flashlights back then whoa (laughs) i know and this is one where cameron said yeah i knew i was just like i need them sob he's like so did they have lanterns 
They must big lanterns. They must have, but they're not going to have that moment of like, you know, how they pick up the people's body and it's so like bright on their face. A lantern's not going to do that. Or like how easily could they see You can't direct a cone of light. Right. And by the time Rose gets the whistle out, they're so far away, you wouldn't see her face with a lantern. So he did it again for the benefit of the film, of his story, rather than it just made something invented that wasn't. (laughs) Because to me, it's like, you know what? Be more creative then. Find a different way to tell this part of the fucking story. Because if they didn't have that and they still found survivors, then do that. It really is shocking because you go so far with the maximalism of the ship. You yes. go so far with, you know, Ida, Ida and Isidore Strauss in the bed, you know, as the water's rushing in and like. Detail, Which is detail, a true detail, story, detail, everybody. Is a beautiful story. Yeah. You, you, should t- you should tell that real quick because that's actually sure. something that because there's so many fake people in the movie yeah. Titanic versus the amount of real people yeah. that are in the movie Titanic. And this is one that I think a lot of people don't know because they're not really characters in the movie. It's just a moment in the movie. No, they're part of that montage when the water's rushing in. They're the saddest the, part in the montage. The violin is playing, the band is playing on, and yes, the hymn to the mm-hmm. sea. And, um, you know, the Irish mother is telling the story to the babies of Tiernanog. I'm crying. I have and chills. so you see these two, this lovely elderly couple like spooning in the... Times. Oh my God. In this, you see this old couple spooning in the bed, you know, sort of clutching each other as water's rushing underneath the bed. And they're a real life couple, and um, their bodies, I believe, were recovered. I could be wrong, but they're. Oh, you know, that I don't remember, but I do know that he. um, He he, was a big guy at uh, Macy's, right? He gave up a seat on the life on the lifeboat so that someone else could take it. And his wife then said, Well, I'm not going to leave without him. So she stayed, they stayed together on the boat. Yes. They, they wanted to die together, which is incredible. And loving couple. You could argue maybe Jack and Rose were stolen from that idea. Sure. You know? Sure. Yeah. And um, so Isidore Strauss was the co-owner of Macy's. Yes. Um, he was also a United States representative. And so he was a big New York figure. Um, and he was, you know, in his 60s um, with his wife. Her wife, Ida, is only a few years younger. Um, I was just trying to confirm. Their, their if... portrait is very old in the movie, I feel like. They don't look they like are. they're in their 60s. They are. <laughs> they are. They look like they're like 80. (laughs) And when I was a kid, I was like, why are those old ass people on this boat? They're like, we died because we couldn't leave the room. We can't walk. Um, Like so bad. Okay. Ida's body body was never found, Mm. but Isidore's pocket watch and his body was found. So that's sad. Mm. Um, So I believe, I believe there is a monument and I want to say it's like in Greenwood. I could be totally off. In, In Greenwood Cemetery? Yes. I think he's there. I mean, Macy's is a big thing in New York. Macy's was. I don't know if you've heard. (laughs) They have a parade. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Isidore was also almost killed in the wooden um, escalator. That's a different story. Uh, But um, yeah, he was a Jewish American immigrant. Um, Okay. I'm just getting the T on his burial site, which is, they're not giving it to me on Wikipedia. Okay. Okay, I take it back. Oh, I'm sorry. Woodlawn Cemetery in the Bronx, which is another big one. Mm-hmm. Um, that that's good. So, yeah, mm-hmm. that's that. And there's that little boy who's in like the rag nighty, who's like going the wrong way, and that, that he reminds me of a very famous photo of a Titanic survivor 
like baby boy. Um, and it's like this kid wearing like a smock, like a brown, like oh, one piece, I like can't. rag. Yeah. And so when like Jack and Rose pick him up and he's like screaming, ah, daddy, papa. And then the dad comes like, get the fuck away my son. <laughs> like that energy of like pushing away. Um, very powerful. I know. And then you're like, you're going the wrong way. I know. There's so much of that movie that's so traumatic. Like there's scenes that, I mean, like I said, I've seen that movie God knows how many times. Probably it's a long a movie. movie, but I've seen yeah. it God knows how many times. And there's certain parts of that movie that fucking hurt every damn time. Yeah. Really bad. So, True. yeah. So those are kind of the biggest ones. Um, you know, I think obviously things that people do know are like Jack and Rose really never would have met or been able to spend any time together because that's how bad class separation was on yes. these ocean liners. No one would have invited him to dinner. He wouldn't have probably been allowed to regardless no. of if someone wanted to invite him. No, you would have had to have like a ticket. Yeah. Yes. Um, and you're absolutely right. The ordered world in which they lived was engineered to prevent them from mixing at all. Mm -hmm. And you would have had to transcend so many barriers. And let's be honest, she needs money. As woke as she is to this marriage being a sham and Cal's a son of a bitch, what do you have going for you in 1912, Miss Rose? You've got your personality. I mean, you know. Her father Molly left behind a trail of debts. <laughs> Rose, do it, Bukata. Um, and you know, Rose, even, I even forbid it. Tightening, <laughs> tightening, and and it's like so weirdly sexual. Um, and you know, even the the feminine hero of the, of the movie, who is real, Molly Brown, she married a rich dude too, who, by you know, the way, was not called Molly yeah, on the Mary, Titanic. Right? She was. She was she's she's Margaret, I Margaret. believe. She's Margaret Brown. She only became known as Molly Brown, a.k.a. the unsinkable Molly Brown, because she didn't sink on the Titanic. <laughs> so her going as Molly, she wouldn't have been known as that. So that's another thing that's not real. <laughs> well, hello, Molly. Yeah. Yeah. And but what I do love is how the nouveau riche old money breakdown is portrayed very well. Lots of things are portrayed really well. And let and we should talk about that too. But the last really stupid thing that's wrong in the movie. Well, there's there's a couple of significant things. One is um the the sinking is dragged out and makes mm. the second half of the sinking, like once the, the ship cracks in half, go on a lot longer than it actually did. Once it was split, supposedly it went down very fast. Whereas like they're like hanging out up there for a fucking while. It is scary. And yeah. the dramatic tension is so real. Like I get and why he did it. And I can kind of forgive that one a little bit more for that reason, because it's really, really terrifying at that moment in the movie. And the suction with the inertia is like, mm. seems very, very real, even though I'm not sure on science, um, but it seems very, I don't know like, science. like a big item with that fast and heavy, like pulls a lot of weight and air. Yeah. Um, you know, the fact the lights were on for so long, then they go out, which is this really tense moment. You know, the yeah. band playing on, that's something that's yeah. big in the night to remember as well. Yeah. Um, you know, these things are, you know, iconic moments. And I have heard two sides of this, that the, the cook riding the ship down at the end, I've heard that it's either 
completely true or completely made up. <laughs> I don't know if you've heard anything like no. that at all. Because no. he's kind of this like, you know, this like Chef Boyardee, like ancestor. I love him. Like, I love his little Mario face where he's like, he's so cute. He is so cute. We're going to do this. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, oh, my God, the Irish Catholic priest. Forget about it. Um, and there shall be no more death. And poor Trudy. Trudy eats it hard. Trudy, man. She didn't stand a chance in hell. Poor Trudy. Ricocheted off a bollard like a son of a bitch. Um, <laughs> also, like a lot of the visuals She's now, sad. a lot of the visuals now, like really play like a video game. Like, Some of them like, are rougher now than they were at the time. Yeah. you And, and also, will... the more you watch it, yes. the more you notice things. Of course. You know, it's like anything, right? Yes. And when you've watched it 35 times. Um, yeah. I will say also watching the piece of Clive Cussler's movie, Raise the Titanic. So Clive mm. Cussler's the novelist. The movie is whoever the hell did. Right, right. The, scene, the scenes of when the Titanic is like floating around, it has these like panning, like it's a lot like Cameron. Mm. So I'm really curious if Cameron was, I'm sure he was, and I'm sure there's some interview where he talks about we it. We definitely saw he, it at least, right? He saw it, of yeah. course. And visually, he's kind of giving you the scrubbed up version of Clive Cussler's rusty yeah. Titanic miniature that comes out of the yeah. um, the ocean. And uh, yeah, I mean, all of that smacks of truth. Um, mm -hmm. Something else I wish they had done is the near collision of the Titanic in the beginning of the movie. So there are, yeah, there are other things. They talk about the fact that, you know, when it's casting off, there were no other boats or anything around because the Titanic would have taken them the fuck out. The swells yes. from the water would have pulled everything and anything down or at least knocked it off. So, yeah, like little, little things like that that you don't think about. And then someone says something and you're like, oh, yeah, that would have made sense. But like, yeah, it's interesting because there, you know, it, we think of today, a movie like Titanic would have been made so differently today so because differently. of the internet age oh and the, like a fan service. So you think about there was already a yeah. Titanic fandom and people who were so conversant and like, you know, could tell you that the things lowering the, the lifeboats were called davits and like all those stupid trivia, you yes. know, that that they they just skipped a lot of that. I'm like, yeah, but this stupid love story takes precedence. Like yeah. certain Easter eggs they gave you, certain Easter eggs they didn't. So, you know, that's yeah, what best. Because he, you know, <laughs> the the main focus of the movie really is the fake story at the end of the day. Yes, like the Titanic is. is kind of all background Back shit. Mm -hmm, <laughs> um, mm -hmm. So, yeah. And then there's things that like are just bad history. Like one of the things people like to bring up a lot on these lists is when Rose mentions uh, Dr. Freud's work and Freud wasn't published yet. Right. And like how active was Picasso at that time? Like maybe a little. I don't know. Also, I just read something that said when Jack makes the drawing of her, he signs it 1914. <laughs> No, and I was like, that has to be wrong. I it's have to go watch April fourteen. I I I hope they got it wrong, or maybe whoever was looking at it, it was like they didn't write April. They did, you know how in the U.S. we write date. True, fourteen we write month, month, date, 14, year. Maybe it was reversed. 14, I hope that's four twelve. What, yeah, I don't, um, I hope that's what it was because otherwise that's really egregious. <laughs> but yeah, like little stupid things like that. But by and large, most people would say. He did a pretty fucking good job um, with the broader strokes. As a document of Titanic, it succeeds. Yeah. And in terms of the more egregious types of historical documents that these movies are, mm -hmm. this one scores higher, I would say. 
It does. I mean, the we already talked about it in your episode, but the, the ship splitting in two is huge. That's a huge part of it the is. story that had not been accurately told. And Cameron, if anything, is an is a is a lover of Titanic. You know, the fact that he went yeah. on 30 dives and he really gave a shit. And probably more yeah. than many other directors and their subjects would go in. Um, he had a real yeah. passion for it. Do you want to talk for a second about the internet kind of blew up a year or two ago with like the alternate ending? There's so many things the internet has blown up with with Titanic. The I think it's like when you're writing or when you're writing those lists, you poor SOBs who write these lists for like web web content. Like, like bless your hearts. Bless your heart. You're doing great. Titanic lists is like a perennial favorite. Like I guess I did see one list that I I need to talk to somebody about it because the this person needs help because they wrote a top like reasons why Rose should have stayed with Cal. And it's like, you need help. I need to come find you and make sure you're okay because you're clearly in an abusive relationship. <laughs> right. You're not okay. Like I get it. Cal is significantly hotter than Jack. We all know that. There's no question. <laughs> Cal is hot and rich. I that get it. That is a very hot take that I'm sure some might disagree with. And they're wrong. I, listen. Hey, you know, my whole twink life obsession started with Leonardo DiCaprio. Okay. Patient all right. zero. And Billy Zane was a long-term crush of mine pre-Titanic. <laughs> Absolutely. So because I had crushes on men, not boys. Okay. And I don't care that he had a mediocre toupee on in that movie. I do not care. <laughs> that does not matter to me. <laughs> he looked and great. He overacted like nobody's business in that movie. Son of a bitch. <laughs> and I have now matured into a man that is, you know, my type is now Captain Smith. So that's, that's <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's a big jump. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it my went type from will Leo, be... it went from Leo to Mr. Andrews. I was to... gonna say, Mr. Andrews was in the middle, you had a buffer, absolutely. I played Mr. Andrews in my in my in my party where I was dressed. We did our Titanic costume party. I played Mr. Andrews. My friend and I co-hosted it and we did readers theater style binders where we had like he was the captain. He was my friend Max was Captain Smith. He had a white fucking beard. That <laughs> he had a regular beard that he sprayed white. It was ludicrous. And we did the, the whole commitment. thing like I'm like, I had the map. I'm like, Titanic, we'll founder. Like the blueprint, the blueprints. Like we did the whole thing, stopping the clock. Like I built you a good ship, Rose. <laughs> we reenacted the movie and it was, it was so stupid. fun. Oh, yeah. It was so bad. Such like bad history, but oh. we had a great time. Um, so the alternate ending that kind of blew up in the media was, I guess it was probably from like the DVD, um, which, you know, we had the VHS. If you know, you know. Yeah, I've never, I've never owned the DVD of Titanic. No. I still have the I still have the two VHS. Well, it's beautiful furnishing. It's beautiful furniture. It looks beautiful on a bookshelf. Yeah. And you know, um, so the alternate ending is like uh, Rose. Old Rose is confronted on the deck of the modern uh, boat mm-hmm. by her granddaughter and um, the salvager pirate, uh, Mister. Whatever his name oh, is. Oh, Bill Paxton's um, character. Bill Paxton, yes. Yeah. And, you know, sh- I can't remember how it all goes, but they have this whole, like, drawn-out exchange. Like, I'll throw it. <laughs> oh. Yeah, it's like this whole, this whole like, dramatic. He's like, don't, 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 like, don't do it, you know? And uh, I think she still throws it away. They're like, no! <laughs> and so it's, like, very dramatic. Oh, that's, um, yeah. I don't like that, actually. Also, it took me, like, 10 years to figure out that she died at the end. <laughs> 
This is why you don't see serious dramas when you're 11. I thought she like was having a dream or something. <laughs> She's just sleeping with all of her pictures. And it's like, of course, this is like the end of her life. Like you didn't get that the very last moment is her joining all of her f- dead Titanic friends no, in heaven, in like Titanic cute, heaven. <laughs> I thought it was like a cute moment. Like I just. Just having a nice dream. Yeah, and then I was like, "Oh, she it was died. all a dream." <laughs> oh, but she died. Oh, oh, Luke, that is so funny. It's like also when you're watching that long of a movie, you're like, "Okay, I have to pee. I have to leave. Like, I'm not receiving any more data. Like, I don't actually care." Oh she God, threw the fucking so heart great. of the ocean out. I'm out. So you know. Oh yeah, I mean, she made so many mistakes. <laughs> And yeah, we we talked about like kind of the, the ages we were at when those movies came out. Cause I was, I mean, I was ready. I was, it was 1997. So I was graduating eighth grade. It was a summer movie, right? It had to have been. It it like reeks of summer blockbuster. Yeah. So that means I was 14 and like getting into Katie, high school. Katie, Katie so 14, 14. Katie 14. Um, I was hot shit. And yeah, we saw that movie over and over again in the, in the movie theater oh. and was obsessed bawled my eyes out seeing it like was terrified of it and like yeah then also all summer was the fucking song that song haunted us <laughs> i have such crazy memories of- do you remember the radio edit version where they'd play lines from the movie throughout the yes. song <laughs> Yes, we gotta see if we can find it somewhere. Wearing only this, Um, (laughs) and it gets to the rising part where it's like, "Dun dun, you trust me." And there's this weird, also track of these like guys in the background. Why does the wind blow? And I remember um, going to the roller rink in my hometown. Wow. How that song like closed the show. Oh, every like eighth grade dance that I went to. Yeah. It was ubiquitous. Mm -hmm. And I kind of want to see the Titanic play. Mm. That's in New York right now. Because I just want to. I just want to dance with you to it, like really far apart. Oh yeah, just like mm. yeah. I danced with Courtney Watrous and we kissed once. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> and I didn't feel robot, anything. Robot, <laughs> robot hands. Yeah, 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 yeah. I also. Yeah. This is a great moment also to talk about the toxicity of the '90s that people were obsessed with Kate Winslet's weight in that movie, and she is. Stunning in that fucking movie, and her body is stunning in that movie. And I was so, I was a young teenager, and we're talking like, you know, heroin chic, anorexically thin time period, and the yes. fat shaming that went on that I definitely participated in as a young, stupid teenager, thinking that she was fat. And then I watched it as an adult, and I was like, wait, I thought she was fat in this. <laughs> it's like, Oh my God, we're horrible to people. <laughs> yeah, no, you're absolutely right. Oh my God, and she's so beautiful in the movie. Her her makeup, like her beautiful little angelic face, she's so gorgeous in that film. She is, no she one's all. no one's best acting performance. There's not a no. single person in that movie who kills it. <laughs> no one. <laughs> Can we also acknowledge Bad performances? Her- 
<laughs> Can we also acknowledge for a second, like the clearly chlorinated ass water that is like in the boat, which is a big stinker for you know for us history buffs, for us obsessive. I'll with tell you what, dirty history and for real, and it's also a sticking point with another moment in the movie when they they have to go under the water to get the key. They never would have found it. They never would no. have been able to see it. That shit would have been muddy as hell. <laughs> Disgusting. In addition to like all of the crap that's on the ship. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And like there's so much like litter and trash and like just bullshit. Yeah. Um, what was the what was the bathroom situation on the Titanic? That is a great question. I would you love know, to we, know. Of course know I would that, love to know. We know. let's let's remember. Were the um, bathrooms okay? There are these weird <laughs> I remember there in like the early CD-ROM era there were like weird Titanic walkthroughs and simulators oh, yeah. and shit like that and if you go on YouTube there's still some funky virtual walkthroughs I should do um, one. I haven't And done we know like that, that there was like there's a famous image of like I think it's like the captain's cabin and his bathtub today like in the wreck really spooky That's weird um, yeah, and those kinds of things like the tubs and the turlets and all that stuff persist. Um, yeah, but having lived in several pre-war apartments in New York City, I can probably <laughs> hypothesize as to the small, narrow, low, uncomfortable, uh, no back situation. <laughs> Is you, pole chain? Yeah, like a hinge, like just whoop, just you know. But my question um, is, where is it going? Does it just go right out and see? Where is it going? Is there some way for it to just go out to sea? Because I don't know what like a high-end liner has in the way yeah, of that. Yeah, I think it goes time. to the third class like food processing. <laughs> right onto their table. Yeah. Should they remake the Titanic movie? The film? I was like, yeah. the boat? That feels like you're asking for problems. Well, that's another thing that has been happening since 1997. They've been threatening to remake the Titanic boat and ship it. And it's like, a, again, a perennial article that comes out. It was supposed to happen for the, the centennial and it like didn't happen. And it's like, I think they're like making it in like China now, which tracks. Um, That'll be real solid. <laughs> That'll be really disease, disease free. Mm. Yeah. It's not and even like, disease. It's just the quality of all the Chinese crap I have. <laughs> yeah. Partially made from World Trade Center steel. Uh, <laughs> yep. And that's a big thing that is, you know, the movie doesn't talk about it because, well, the movie could talk about it because it it deals in the modern era, you know, with Mr. Bodine, the chubby guy who talks about how the boat ripped in half and Old Rose is like, well, thank you for that aut autopsy, that analytical analysis, Mr. Bodine. And she's like, I was there. I was there. Yeah, I was there. It was very um, New Yorker on 9-11 vibe. I was there. But me, aka yeah, me. <laughs> of course. Uh, and a big thing is that the like rivets on the Titanic were so filled with slag. They were so shittily made because again, it's like, that's the thing you need a million rivets. So it's like a death by a thousand cuts. So they, they make the rivets so poorly, you know, at who Harlan Wolf, cares? Who cares? Just bolt that bitch up. And apparently that was sort of an Achilles heel that those stress points, you know, weakened or the aliens weakened it. Um, depending on who you talk to. Here's something that I came across a little bit, and I'm curious what you've seen on this as well, that at the time, it actually wasn't being portrayed as an unsinkable ship, just that it was like a, a particularly well-built ship, mm -hmm. and it 
the odds of it sinking, like of all the ships to ever be made, this is the least likely to sink. Like it wasn't as like this ship doesn't sink. As... That is a really interesting question. Yeah. Because it's kind of like the Kennedys and Camelot. Like when yeah. Kennedy was alive, he was there was never Camelot. They shipped no. the Camelot myth when he died. No. So was this the unsinkable ship because it sunk? Or is it that every ship was considered unsinkable because they're all part of the same class of ship? Like, mm-hmm. like there's nothing really crazy about the Titanic's watertight compartments. They were relatively ship can't sink. Are you sure you're sure? He can. But, and but we would but we would like a brandy. Oh, yeah, no, definitely. Mm-hmm. I like some tea when I return to my room. (laughs) This is me doing my one woman show of Titanic. Trudy, yes. Trudy. No, that's a really interesting point, though, because, yeah, I don't know if it was like, you know, billed as the unsinkable ship. And it's like, but they told us it couldn't sink, you guys. And it wasn't like ships were sinking every day. So. Also, like when you're on the sinking ship, you, you being mad about it not sinking really doesn't change the situation. No. And I also love that, like, the Olympic had this, you know, long life that, like, went into World War II, I believe, with the sister yeah. ship. Um, and then... Yeah, I don't know if everybody knows that either, that the Titanic had a sister. Had a sister. <laughs> had a sister. Um, Olympic. And I think, I'm trying to think, not the Mauritania, but I think another one of her sisters did sink. Um, and it might have been during the war. But, yeah, the mm. Olympic was, like, what they call it, like, they call it Dazzle paint so the olympic yeah right so uh-huh so hands the, paint. Yeah. correct and so these ships would be painted with this like weird almost camo coat and it was a way of making the ship not look like a ship so it's hard to mm. explain but basically it had all these abstract shapes on it and it mm. almost looks like a dragon or like a lizard or like not like with the teeth on like the world war ii ships but like on the boats on the on the airplane yeah, yeah i know what you're talking about but yeah, there was a couple of ships in New York that have been painted with dazzle colors in recent years. Um, oh, very popular, popular in the mid 20th century. Like stuff at um, Intrepid? Yeah, yeah. And there was that one, the John J. Harvey, that fireboat from 9-11. Ooh, they did a, oh, yeah. They, they, a modern artist did a dazzle coat on it a couple years ago, and it was so cool. Oh, that um, is cool. Yeah, I tried yeah. to get a field trip there with like Bloomberg people, and it failed. Anyway, Bloomberg. Um, so <laughs> Bloomberg. Bloomberg. Um, <laughs> And what's really interesting, little Easter egg folks, um, for those of you who are not not from New York, um, where the Titanic was supposed to pull in mm. was basically in Chelsea. And for many, many years, those Chelsea piers would have been were the sites in the 1960s, 70s, and 80s of, you know, it was a gay congregant zone where men would meet each other for illicit sex and all kinds of other it's fun not stuff. Not like Chelsea now. No. <laughs> So <laughs> nothing. So, you know, and then these like these piers were these piers were like dead, and there still is a archway at the pier where Titanic was supposed to have pulled in, mm. and it was one of my favorite Easter eggs to point out to people when they came here. And the steel frame said Cunard White Star because <gasps> White Star Line and the Cunard Line would eventually merge. Oh, that's interesting. They were competitors back in the day. That is a good And then those offices are now in downtown at Bowling Green, and it's now where 
Cipriani is downtown, where mm, the museum used I to have Cipriani. So those images of like those newspaper boys at Bowling Green with a Titanic headline was all there. Anyway, so now what's at that pier is the Little Island. Mm. So that old historic pier, which is long gone, but all of, you can still see those posts next to Little Island. But that Little Island attraction is now there, and you walk through that archway to get to Little Island. So when you're there, look for that Cunard White Star icon. Um, that's so cool. I never so cool. ever knew about that. That's very cool. Look it's at you. No stuff. Yeah, well, you know, that's me. Kevin Walsh stuff is very forgotten New York. You yeah, know? that um, is very, very forgotten New York. My only like awareness of that is the scene in Ghostbusters. <laughs> the Titanic comes into port. I'm like, well, better late than never. <laughs> oh my God, that is so funny. That is so great. <laughs> yeah. I love that. So uh the ghosts. Yes, the ghosts. So, I mean, we could sit here and fucking talk about Titanic forever, but we probably should wrap this up. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for joining us on this um, transatlantic ocean uh, odyssey, subterranean, <laughs> correct, um, submarination tour. <laughs> we've been mar- we've been marinating in Titanic for decades between the two. Of we us. are Titanic, Titanic. And please leave us a note. Please leave us a message. Please email us at themorbidmuseum at gmail.com if there's any movies, hot takes, more Titanic-y-a stuff yes. you want us to cover. We for um, sure want to do more got it right, got it wrong. So if there's any movies in particular that you're curious about that we could look into for you, I know there's Luke and I have our own little list of stuff we want we want to address. Um, but any, any other Patreon ideas in general? Do you guys want to talk to us? Do you want to hang out with us? Do a little live zoomy zoom with everybody. Let us know. We're down. Book club. Great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why not? We're so down. <laughs> All right. We'll see you next time. Bye.